I'm your huckleberry. I've not yet begun to defile myself. I have two guns, one for each of you. This is The Loft on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. I am Nick. I am Will. And I'm Josh. We are back again with another great show. We're going to be talking about the best and worst of society. Mostly the worst again. I promised last week, I was like, maybe we'll make this week's show a little more uplifting. But I forgot until just now that I had said that. So this week is also kind of a Debbie Downer. We're going to be talking about some crazy stuff going on out in Seattle, Washington. Because like we know why wouldn't it be? Uh, We're going to be talking about Putin a little bit at the end of the show. And then just a crazy story. If you thought Weekend at Bernie's was crazy, uh, you're not going to believe what we've got coming up for you. So let's dive right into this boy headline right here seattle museum summer camp teaches 12 year olds the art of drag and this isn't like the musical term we're not teaching them how to play behind the beat we're not not teaching them how to be slow we're teaching them uh i i will just let the the verbiage in the advertisement for this event speak for itself it says that uh calling all current and future kings and queens explore self-expression in the museum of popular culture's week-long dragtastic summer camp led by seattle performer joshua hancock you'll investigate drag history and work together with local artists to create your own personas was there was there a market for this share the name i (laughs) oh yeah sorry josh What's the uh, what's the roster look like this year? How many people did they get to sign up? Uh, I don't know. Registration is now. I'm looking at the website right now, and they are charging some ridiculous money right now. Okay, they are sold out. Yeah. Are, is it? Is are they sold yeah. out? Oh I my. went to go register because I was really interested in and this thing. They're sold out. Yeah, they're sold out. Four hundred dollars for a week long camp. Four hundred dollars. Steep. That's seriously it, steep. I mean, hey, you can send your kids to VBS for free, or for four hundred dollars, you can send them to learn how to become a drag queen. Yeah, thank God for this. <laughs> this is one of those stories that whenever I hear about those asteroids, it's like danger asteroid, you know, coming dangerously close to Earth. I'm like, oh please, God, please, please let this let this one be the one. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, but it's like two. It, yeah, but they always say that, and then it's like actually two light years away, and it's yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. They they get my hopes up for nothing, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like I, who sat down and was thinking, okay, here's what we need. Okay, we need a program for children uh-huh. where they can learn about the art of drag. Yeah, right. And what is drag? Like, what is it? You know? It's basically just, just like really high-level cross-dressing. And they, they don't give, at least I can't find it here, they don't give like an age range for... Oh, they do. Oh, do they? Okay, you yeah. found it, Josh? Right in the registration, it says it's for ages 12 to 18. 12 to 18? Yeah. Do you forget? Like, could you imagine like a little boy and you're like, Mommy, I want to play travel baseball. It's like, no, you're going to go be a queen. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say it's probably the kid is not as much in control as the parent is like, hey, you're yeah. going to do That's crazy. This because you well, need no to be more. Well, no kid has 400 Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, no, I'm saying that, yeah, well, I mean, there's yeah. that. But I wonder I wonder what the ratio of how many kids originally wanted to do this and mm-hmm. brought it to their parents rather than their parents bringing it to them. Yeah. Yeah, cool, because I, I tell you right now, very few things when I was that old, if I went to my parents and said, hey, it's a $400 investment, very few things would they be like, okay, I'll, I'll give you $400. Yeah, for a week. Much less a yeah. freaking drag camp. Yeah, exactly. If I can't, oh my goodness. Uh, imagine being a kid and you, you don't have the money to go to summer camp, right? And then you're going around town collecting bottles. Hey, do you have any cans that I can collect? Oh, that's so sweet. So what do you collect cans for? I want to go to drag camp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, don't, I don't know if I'd give that kid my cans. You know I'm saying? Uh, uh, sorry, I'd take it. I'm gonna take do you the a bag favor. Of cans he has. <laughs> I'd be like, you don't have any more cans in that car, do yeah. you? <laughs> Go take them out. Oh my. Yeah, run into his mom's car. Right. 
pull the, the the trash bags of cans out and just start running down the street. Yeah, I, I take I take the parents to court. Like, yeah. what, what blows my mind is when this whole thing got started. I don't know if y'all remember that like drag queen story time hour thing at that yeah. at, at that Disgusting. one library. So it's like. Second year old or second grader. Yeah, second yeah. year old. Yeah, second, second year old. Yes, second grader. I mean, it was ridiculous. probably. I, I bet. Yeah. I wasn't. That drag queen wishes it was. You yeah, yeah, yeah. But so yeah, so it starts from that, and they're like, "Oh, it's no big deal." I mean, they're not like they're not gonna like teach him how to be drag, or it's just like funny. It's just like a little character. Wait, like I, I'm not familiar with the story. Okay, so there was a library. Uh-huh. In somewhere, I forget where it was. Okay, probably Las Vegas. Let's Seattle. be honest. Seattle. Yeah, exactly. West, some West Portland, Coast. West Coast. <laughs> exactly. Oh, somewhere on the coast. Okay, somewhere either in the Pacific or the Eastern Time Zone. Mm-hmm. There was <laughs> a event, right, where a drag queen would come to this public library. So this was paid with public dollars. Okay, and would read books as a drag queen, and some of the books were like drag related or yeah. something. Okay, would w- would read them to children, uh, in the elementary school age bracket. Mm-hmm. It's like a drag queen story time or something. Yeah, like something that. like that. And they were like, well, what's the big deal? I mean, it's not like we're trying to turn them drag yeah. or anything, right? We're just, we're just reading books to them. And then now it's become you know, like the, one the sli- drag, two drag, woman drag, right. man drag. Yeah. <laughs> something like that. I don't know. Yeah. The, this has kind of reached its logical conclusion, I suppose, because you, gotta, you just got to keep pushing the envelope. Yeah, I'm curious what the event like. I, I want to see like a schedule of events. Is there an itinerary here? Like, like we show up. It's like okay, so you show up, you check oh, in, yeah. you get your little groups. We put makeup on you. Like, where where, where does that where where does that start? Well, yes, yeah, so there's gotta ha- you have to have like a little a makeup session. You're gonna have yeah. some sort of wardrobe session where you like kind of figure out what your little <clears throat> drag sona is gonna be. That there's gonna be a grooming session, and and you know I oh, bet yeah, you don't forget the grooming session. You, you know, I, I bet you they had to push this back because you know Jeffrey Epstein was probably gonna be the keynote speaker. And when mm-hmm. he ended up, when he ended up hanging himself, like, oh, well, dog on it. Well, we got to find, you know, we, we got to figure something else out. It's like, well, Michael, they had to find the money too. Well, exactly. Well, look, you he's can... probably a very, very large donor of this. <sighs> yeah, probably. Well, you can tell they're on down times. Like, I mean, who are they gonna have run this thing? Like, you know, Ghislaine Maxwell. She's in prison, or she's Joshua Hancock. She's flown the coop. Josh. You know, I bet he was like their third list. Yeah. You know, like Michael Jackson's dead, so you yeah, know, can't exactly. can't use him. Mm. Uh, you know, Jeffrey Epstein. He hanged himself yeah. in quotations. Uh, Ghislaine well, Maxwell. I think you she's... mean, you mean he? Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. For anyone listening, <laughs> yeah. named Hillary Rodham Clinton, yeah. <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein hanged himself in federal prison when the cameras were turned off and the guards walked away. Yeah, yeah. I uh, believe that. It, there is a there is more to this description Suspicious. in the in the article. It, it talks right. about the the students choosing a drag name. Learning hair and makeup techniques, as well as developing their character's stage presence. Mm-hmm. At the end of the camp, uh, they'll get to yeah. celebrate their new drag personas with a private yeah. showcase. Wait, wait, wait pri- what, private yeah. showcase? Private showcase. Is Joe Biden invited? Does someone get Harvey Weinstein on? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's very uncomfortable. They, they found it, boys. Keynote speaker, Joe oh, Biden. That, that That's the unnerving stuff that goes, you know, at least it's not like uh. a public uh. museum. I, I think the, the Museum of Popular Culture, it's, it's a private thing. So, like, your taxpayer dollars aren't directly going to funding yeah. this. I think you're, like, a member or something. But I, I think it, it's bad enough that you're taking public streets to go to this event. So I'm yeah. sorry, Seattle. Yeah. I really am. Breathing public air. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There, there's too much going on here. Calling all current and future kings and queens. You know, now, kings and queens. Bold of them to assume that they're already current, like, 12-year-old drag queens. Yeah. Wasn't there, there like, are, though. I feel like there's a Netflix documentary on this. Yeah. Are you talking about, like, Honey Boo Boo or whatever? No, no. She wasn't drag. She was, no. like, a pageant. All right, so there's something here to like teaching women how to use makeup and sure. stuff like that. Sure, but uh, like drag 
but drag is not that though. Yeah, it, Dra- drag that. is a bunch of boys pretending to be girls. Exactly. Or vice versa. Yeah. So that's not what this is. Fantastic uh, stuff coming out of Stacey Seattle on the bleeding edge of culture. Yeah. <laughs> More like bleeding themselves to death. Yeah. Yep. Uh, next up on the Oso uplifting episode of The Loft, <laughs> uh, we've got uh, this guy. He was a rapper. And I mentioned Weekend at Bernie's, and this, this is, I mean, someone just saw Weekend at Bernie's, and you know, Keyword just li- was and life, this, yeah. life imitates art. Oh, yeah. So uh, this rapper named Gunu, G-O-O-N-E-W, uh, he recently was shot dead at the age of 24, which is unfortunate. Yes. And uh, he was a, you know, he's, he was a hip-hop guy, and he would perform at these different nightclubs in Washington, D.C., and it was decided that the best way to honor his memory would be to prop him up, like basically clothe him, put a crown on his head, and prop him up against the stage at a nightclub in Washington, D.C. The Bliss Nightclub has apologized over a appalling spectacle in which the body of slain rapper Gunu was reportedly displayed on their stage at his own funeral. <laughs> Dude, that is insane. Would that not be like creepy? Like, what if you thought he was just like really coked out of, yeah. of his mind? You know, you were there. Hey, you know, what's that guy doing? I was like, I don't know. I'm gonna go say hey. It's like, no, he's he's literally hey, dead. Yo, how yeah. you, how you, how, how's it going? <laughs> he's not blind and deaf. He's just dead. Yeah. Like the the way they have him propped up, like he's got one hand in his pocket, one hand kind of on his side. I mean, it looks like fairly natural. It looks like he's just a dude leaning up against a wall, just like having a awful time at this club. And he it's is so weird. He he is actually <laughs> that is a corpse that is sitting there. Is this his visitation? I don't know. They did him dirty though. Like you know, if if someone's gonna lie, in whole s- new meaning to open casket. Yeah, d- one casket, yeah. no casket, no no casket funeral. I mean, if I, if you were gonna put someone like lay him out, you know, at least put him in a suit and a tie, not like these ripped jeans and a hoodie. Look at they went down to the thrift store, or they talked to the homeless guys. Like, hey, I'll give you twenty bucks all your clothes. We gotta dress up a dead guy. And I mean, they had his glasses on him and everything. This is the craziest thing, I think I've seen in a very long time. While it is initially unclear whether it was Gunu's actual corpse or a mannequin, the general consensus is that the body, in fact, was his. There was a um, one of the rappers that performed at his event said, oh. "No, this ain't no wax figure. My Brody went out gangsta. <laughs> Nothing more gangster than yeah, bad English stood up. Yeah. yeah, one a guest fan on Twitter said, "There's no way Gunu's mama approved of that." Oh, I mean, I, I agree. Yeah. Un- un- unless his mom was just like a clout chaser, you know. That's so weird. But isn't that cr- well? I mean, I, I don't wonder know. how they like keep the smell under control. That was my question. But that's, maybe know? that's why they brought him to a nightclub. You know, you wouldn't know the difference. You know, someone just blows up one joint and it's like, well, I can't smell that body anymore. Well, I don't think that they just like picked him up off the street and put him up in there for a few days. <laughs> no, I think they did. They pulled him straight off the street where he got shot and yeah. threw him up on the stage. Yeah, yeah. Just grabbed a couple uh, rolls of paper towels, wiped him down a little bit. You know, oh. gross. Gave him some new clothes and just. Well, it's, up there. it's like that Lennon thing, you know, where they, they put him in the big capsule and everyone kind of came and got to look at Lennon in the in the yeah. square. Mm-hmm. In a... And then a bunch of people died trying to see him. Oh, is that true? Was oh, like yeah. When, when the, yeah, when the first when it first opened, displaying his body, there was like, I don't know how many people died, but I think it was probably like 20, 25 people died in a, in a stampede. Wow. Yeah. There's a reason uh, that people uh. are averse to dead bodies. Yeah. They just shouldn't be in places. That, like uh, that that's kind of goofy. I I don't know who who thought that was a good idea. Yeah, someone did, and then yeah, probably the nightclub owner was like, "Yeah, this this would be kind of cool." 
Like, this is a bad idea, dude. I wouldn't do this. Yeah. Or maybe he just didn't know that, uh, what was this guy's name? Gunu. He didn't know Gunu was dead. And his friends were like, hey, can we bring Gunu to your nightclub? And we're like, uh, well, isn't he like a hip hop performer guy? It's like, yeah, I mean, I'd love to have him there. <laughs> is that and the he's dude like, that got shot last week? <laughs> uh. And it's oh, yeah, you know. How's Gunu doing? He's like, well, you know, he doesn't smell anymore. And it's like, oh, great. Perfect. For bring him in. You know, I'd love to have Gunu. We'll have a $40 cover charge. Nice. And then they bring him in. That's so And then weird. the nightclub owner's like, what the heck, guys? Wow. You know, the, the nightclub owner, he, you know, he thought Gunu was going to do some some music. And, and he reportedly said it was a lifeless performance. Oh, oh goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for some pun. <laughs> what are you going to do? 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 All right. <clears throat> Moving on. You're listening to The Loft on Radio Free Hillsdale. 101.7 FM. And as we wrap up the show, as promised, we're going to go in and talk about uh, there's some updates going on in Ukraine. Uh, some of you may know the Russians are kind of withdrawing from their position. They were trying to encircle Kiev, and now they're kind of swinging out, kind of going up and around Ukraine, heading in a southeastern direction. And as the new Ukrainian forces are pulling in, uh, they are finding all kinds of atrocities. In the city, this looks like the Russians have been executing prisoners, putting them in mass graves, things of that nature, kind of nasty stuff. Efficiency. And uh, now it looks like uh, the Biden administration and a lot of people are calling for war crimes charges against Vladimir Putin, and they want him to go to trial. And uh, this guy, Peter Ducey, on Fox News, asked the question that I was thinking, the the next logical uh, question to be asked. It's like, okay, well, we're going to charge... Putin with war crimes. Okay, what now? So President Biden is talking about putting Putin on a wartime trial. Does he expect Putin to turn himself in to stand trial, or does he think somebody's going to have to go into Russia and arrest him? Well, without getting into the mechanisms, which I know were the good questions everybody was asking uh, our national security advisor, there is precedent in the past of how this process can work. We're not going to prejudge what the process would work or or uh, what steps uh, would be taken uh, through through an international legal process. So that's not quite where we're at right now, Peter, and I can't give you a sense of the mechanisms of of if if convicted, what would happen. Like, like what does that even mean? I I love the fact that she stretches an answer that should have taken three words, which is, I don't know, and she stretches it into a five to six sentence paragraph. Another great answer from the Red Rifle right the, there, the, Jen Psaki. The mechanisms of how war works. Just like, well, I'm gonna be honest. I had the answer already, and I have the oh, answer. Yeah? Right? You know, I'm ready. What's gonna happen? I, I mean, we're gonna have to send Dog the Bounty Hunter in there to go get Vladimir. Oh Putin. my yeah. gosh! If 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 he is tried in absentia, and that, which is something that they do, and you know, they tried a bunch of Nazi guys at Nuremberg in absentia because they you know flown the coop to Argentina or yeah. wherever, you know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like, like my uncle, for instance, he's from Argentina. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> Speaks wow. all, yeah, doesn't nice. know any Spanish, though. No Spanish? Yep. But boy, let me tell you one thing. Does he love schnitzel? I say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Good old Uncle Franz. There it is. Uncle Franz? Oh, yep. nice, nice. But uh, so I tell you some crazy stories. I, I would have had mad respect if Jen Psaki had just, like, told the truth. said, listen, y'all, if this guy gets convicted, we are sending Dog the Bounty Hunter in there yeah. to go get him. Yeah. He did such good work finding Brian Laundry. We yeah. were really impressed. We're big fans of his work, and we're going to send him in to go get Vladimir Putin. Yeah. The greatest American hero. Yep. Yeah. 
either that or like you know Chuck Norris or something. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, something. Dude, there was Sylvester like, Stallone. And I'm just spitballing. There's a whole list of people that we could get on the phone to go get Vladimir Putin if we had to in a situation. You, you could know send Alec Baldwin send, to assassinate him. Right. Send, <laughs> <laughs> send him on a diplomatic. No, Alec, we want you to shoot a movie with Vladimir Putin. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I mean, this is not loaded. Yeah. Well, not, <laughs> but still jokingly pointed at him and pulled the trigger. It's like now, Alec, I, I want to do a screen test. Now, kind of point the gun at him like you were going to, but like you know, don't pull the trigger. No. Yeah. No. So here's the big question about policing. Like, you're right. What are you going to do? So you've tried this guy. Right. He's convicted. Uh-huh. Okay. He's guilty. What is the punishment? Well, we're just gonna let him sit there in Russia and keep doing what he's doing. Well, why? Like, right. what, what could you do? I, I mean, you could send in the military, mm-hmm. uh, but, but we're not gonna say, do that. Yeah, we're yeah. not gonna do we're that. We're not gonna do that. We're yeah. crunch little babies. But oh, so one thing I, what I was thinking, and, and I agree with you, and what they're saying is like more sanctions. Like, But, but like what's left? Like yeah. Facebook's left, Google's left, YouTube is left, like TikTok is left. I mean, I presume that OnlyFans is left. I, I, I don't know what's left in Russia that you could take away. Like who's still there? Like all the restaurants, all the companies. Yeah, they're all gone. gone. Like I don't know. Like what's it, like Waffle House? Like who? Like they were the only company crackhead oh. enough to stay yeah. in Russia given what is going on right now. Mm-hmm. So – like I said, the only way that you could like extract Putin or do any more damage to him if you were like, all right, well, we found you guilty of war crimes and your punishment is no more satellite radio or yeah. like, you know what the answer? What are you gonna do? What I get from that of the whatever her mechanism response her processes. It just proves to me that they're not yeah. doing anything. Hey, there's only they're one not process. They're planning of doing anything. Yeah, there's only one process I'm interested in. That's her mental process, right? <laughs> like, like, what? What is she thinking? Circles. <laughs> circle back. Circles. Then. Cir- all the time. Circles. So, circle and roundabout. She's like, so, so we're gonna circle up uh, Vladimir Putin. Let and we circle back to the mechanism of how yeah. we're going to get. And then we're gonna Vladimir use Putin. a circle noose to hang him once yes. we get. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Everything. But this, I mean, this brings up a great question. Like, maybe we get Tom Cruise on the phone and get Mission Impossible together. I think we got, we got to extract Vladimir Putin out of the country. I don't know. I, I don't think they have a plan. I don't know how much longer he has to live anyway. Like, how, how old is old? How, how, how old, old is old? Is old? I, sp- I think how he's in his six, like early, mid 60s, I think. Let's see this guy. Uh, he is 69 years old. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, he's, uh, you know, hanging out there in, in old Russia. Oh, yeah. He's got, and people like this, they live forever. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Putin is gonna live to be at least eighty-five. He's definitely got that like Soviet science, like keeping him alive. They've yeah. got some kind of Sputnik aliens brain in the tank kind ra- of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sort of sort of radiation, but I mean, it, I mean, it looks. I mean, it's pretty clear. Unless all these photos are staged, which I mean, you have to be careful. Like, do you remember like the ghost of Kiev? And like, no one's talking about the ghost of Kiev anymore. It's because it's fake. Because it's totally fake. It was fabricated. The the whole story and kind of people just like hook line and sinker like oh they saw like a video which turned out to be from like a video game or something yeah DC, DCS world they did a rendering of it and uh, I mean the, these photos are very convincing of you know just like people just on the like just on the street being shot and left well there was a whole Spetsnaz thing too where they found apparently the Ukrainian government uncovered some Spetsnaz like secret operation super undercover they they were basically trying to raid a ship. And uh-huh. sink it, and so they they just apparently discovered like fifteen Spetsnaz operatives, and so yep. they had this photo of like just a bunch of blurred out faces, just their face to the ground with their hands cuffed behind them, and a couple rifles next to them. It's like, yeah, these are definitely Spetsnaz people. It's like, how would you, right? Like, you yeah, can't there's no way to know for sure unless right. you yeah. say it. And and n- not saying that like Russia isn't doing 
what people are claiming. I mean, I think it's entirely possible and more likely than not, given yes, the given scope of human, yes. given the scope of human history, and right? their tra- and Russia's track record in general. Well, just given anyone's track record in any war ever. You know, it's it's not like the Care Bears out there. Like we're not having a, a great good old time here. Hey, we're all we're all buddy buddy. You know, fighting. Time uh, to bring out the war crimes. Fighting no war. Yep, that's what's going on. And this is gonna be a this is gonna be a whole mess. If if Putin is up to 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 no good, you know, I, I say you know, I mean, m- man's got to go. I haven't yeah. uh, I haven't really been keeping up with this too much after the first like two or so weeks. Yeah. How, what is the current situation? Like who who like territory wise like is Russia losing ground well, right now? It, it depends on who you're talking to, right? Because the Russians will tell you that we are just moving to uh, we're regrouping and we're going to have a, a more southern thrust right now. So okay. basically, the the whole idea of their attack and it's it's not, it's not like they're sitting around telling us what they're going to do. You know, they yeah. say, hey guys, hey, listen up, or like you know, there's like a <laughs> this map. Is, this is where right. everyone's going. This is the battle plan. You know, <laughs> we're you know, taking unlike, these things here. You know, un, un, unlike Obama, we, we don't tell them the, the day, you know, they're not going to tell us the day they're going to roll troops into Syria or whatever. But basically what people are kind of presuming the plan was you're going to land in the north and Crimea or in the south and Crimea. Okay. And you're going to start up in the north near where Chernobyl is. Yeah. And you're going to try to slice the country in half. And there's a river. Vertically or horizontally? Uh, vertically. Vertically. I, I forget what the name of the river is, but it runs basically north to south and Kiev straddles both sides of it. And... Basically, the, well, the the what we were thinking, the, the convention was that they were going to basically slice the country in half and take Kiev, and that was going to be their their kind of gambit to end the war. That okay. they have they had it encircled on three sides, which is kind of crazy, and they were still unable to take it. And in World War II, a very similar thing happened where the Germans had Moscow surrounded on three sides, but they were still unable to take it. They had to pull back, and that was kind of the beginning of the end for them in the war. Okay. Now, whether or not a similar thing is going on, I can't say. Like the the Russians obviously they haven't cranked this thing up like they are not all in yet right they are not on a war footing just quite yet I mean they they pulled up the the National Guard and they're sending those boys in and if you saw the the guys standing guard around the wire fence at the Capitol you know they are not the best and brightest that the military has to offer by any stretch in in mm. these United States and I doubt that they are in Russia so it's it's not like they they haven't brought the big boys out to to play yeah um, but I mean. That being said, it looks like Ukraine has done a, a good job of kind of holding their ground. But let's like calm down, everybody. It's only been like four weeks, right? And 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 also, Ukraine is not this like small defenseless country. Like people have this impression that you know Ukraine is like the Netherlands or Luxembourg that has gotten invaded. They are the second largest country, I think, by land and all, I think by population in Europe, if you don't count Russia. Yeah, I mean th- these are big guys. They you know. Th- like they are descended from people who survived the Soviet Union, survived communism. They are like they are a tough people. Like and they're a big country, both land and population wise. And they've they've got a lot of money that they're going to throw at this thing. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be very interesting to see how this goes. This isn't going to be a quick and dirty situation. No, I'm just curious the 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 kind of threat that you're seeing in. Um Oh, there we go. It's a uh, river, probably. Well, it's D N I E P E R. Oh, it, it's like the that D- Dnieper, a Dnieper, or something like that. Yeah, the, okay. like that river. I wasn't sure if the D was silent. Yeah, we'll we'll call it the Mississippi River. Just yeah. to, just to keep things nice and easy. Yeah, and it does. It really does pretty much cut Ukraine clean in half. Yep. Um, it actually starts the northern part starts in Belarus, mm-hmm. uh, and then kind of flows its way. So Sort of south, and then kind of works its way towards the into west the Black around, Sea, I think, yeah, right? around Crimea. Um, so okay, so that was the plan. Obviously, that didn't 
well, it doesn't seem to be working as efficiently as they were right. thinking. But but then again, like we don't know their plan entirely. But I mean, I bet you they wish that they had captured Kiev. But the hard part is that paradoxically, maybe not even paradoxically, the the further you go into enemy territory, the harder it is for you because your supply lines get longer. Yep. While on the converse, stretch the, them out. The, the the defense, their supply lines get shorter. Mm-hmm. And the biggest problem right now with the Russian army has been logistics because they have to. If you imagine. Ukraine, it's this big country that kind of like sticks its way, sort of like a like it kind of cuts into uh, Russia, and for yeah. and for for the Russian units to help to support themselves and everything, they have they can't run internally through the country. They have to go all the way around that big. I mean, it, it's a bulge. I mean, it, it's it's really just a big. It, it essentially it looks like a like the tip of a mushroom. Exactly. That is, and the the tip of the mushroom is being kind of fitted into and, Russia. Yeah, big chunk out of Russia. Yeah. And you they have to go around the whole thing to assist themselves. And that's a and that's a really big problem. They have no like in the parlance is called an internal line of communication. Right. And yeah. and that and that's a big problem for them. And logistics seems to have been an issue and they're kind of fall back in a regroup. And I heard that Putin is calling up hundred and fifty thousand more conscripts. So wow. uh, I mean that's, that's no small number. I don't I don't <clears throat> think this thing is gonna end soon without some sort of like negotiated situation. Probably not. Uh, the other thing, too, about you were talking about the logistics of it is that mm. they also, I seem to remember, started with a three, I think it was a three-headed attack. Yeah. And, and that was that was reverted back because of the issues as well that, that came from that. So I'm wondering if yeah. they're going to try and kind of condense into one point and work from there. And that, that's kind of what they were trying to do, where I think they kind of stopped pushing on all the other fronts and really focused on trying to capture Kiev, but yeah. they were they were unable to do it. And, and I think that even it's not as, really surprising, honestly. Like capturing Kiev, we I think most people were pretty aware. It's like if they got Kiev, that would be really bad. Like that would eh. kind of be the end of it. Yeah. Um, so there's there was that was a difficult that was a very difficult thing to do. I don't know if it's that dire to capture. I mean Kiev. I mean I I don't think it's that big of a deal. Unless you, you get the river access though. Well, what are they going to do with it? It's a, a much more efficient way to to move supplies and if it's a southerly, sure. southerly moving river they can Which use it is yeah they can use the current to their advantage i i, I suppose but i i don't i don't know if they're like equipped to use it and i don't even know if it's navigable you know it might not be but it's pretty wide i don't know um I, i'm not a i'm not a major uh military strategist yeah, but so yeah we'll have to see what happens i think that uh it, it's gonna be interesting to develop and i kind of agree Mark Milley was saying that this war is probably going to last for quite a while, and I am inclined to agree with him. Like a year or so? Or? Uh, I don't know. He said his quote. He, he said years, but I don't know. Wow. If it, yeah. I mean, on a, and this could just be like another Syrian civil war type situation mm-hmm. or a Libyan civil war type. Sure. And, and here's the thing: like people act like this is the first war that's broken out in a long time. Like, hello, have you been looking in Africa or, uh, you know, the anywhere Middle, in the Middle I mean, East? The Middle East is a great example. They're always at war. Yeah. Constant, yep. constant border shifting there. Yeah, it's gonna be a crazy time. Let me tell you. Yep. Yeah. Ain't nobody gonna take a Ukrainian vacation anytime soon. No, I don't think most people go there. Yeah, for, I don't know. for recreation. <laughs> I mean, some people do. I don't know. From a certain family in our in our political system, but other than that, what's there to see? You know, Chernobyl. Chernobyl's yeah. Natural gas companies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Russian soldiers now. <laughs> yeah. Right there, you go. Hey, I want to go see a Russian tank. Hey, you might you might be able to get some pretty decent um, souvenirs if you go there. Yeah. Might be able to just walk you around. Tow it back. Yeah, I mean, hey, you can maybe find yourself a T seventy two or something like that. Yeah, bring, whatever. Bring you yourself a Russian. Uh, get an AK. You're like, hey, hey, there I you want go. an AK. 
Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. All right, so uh, that that's what's going on in the world. I know that you come on, come and listen to us for all of the the world events, right? We are the, the your source, the most trusted name in news. Yes, that's yeah. what we'll call ourselves now. That's right. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Loft on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM, or one of our many podcast platforms. Check us out. Share it if you like it. We're trying to grow out here. I don't want to get a real job after graduation. Yeah.